Grace and peace, everybody. Apostle Elect Charles Smith here of Judah Nation Worship Center. And I do want to welcome you to the podcast on today. Listen, I want to share with you a message that we taught on this past Sunday entitled, Who's Leading You? Who's Leading You? You know, uh, one of the cries in our society today, even from a political perspective, is there's a cry for leadership. You know, everybody is looking for the next great leader. But the scripture tells us as the sons and daughters of God in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it says, for all who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. There's another scripture over in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that talks about the many voices that are in the world. And one of the main questions that every believer has to ask in this particular climate that we're in today is who is leading me? What leadership am I following? What perspective um, am, am, uh, or what lenses am I looking through today? Because as people of the kingdom, the Bible says we've been seated in heavenly places with Christ. And what that means is, is that God wants us to have his perspective. It's very easy uh, to get caught up in all that's going on in the culture today and miss the fact that God is still sovereign, God is still in control, and God wants to lead us into paths of righteousness. He wants to lead us into prosperity. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit was given to us to guide us into all truth. So I believe that this is a word that is going to I answer a lot of questions for you. I believe it's going to empower you. I believe it's going to impact you in a, in a tremendous way. So let's get into the message right now. Who's leading you? And we're going to come back later and share some other things with you. God bless. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're going to get right to the word of God here on today. Again, we, we certainly do welcome you again uh, to the um, encounter on this morning. I uh, want to just thank God for you joining us. Listen, uh, please share, share this broadcast. Let others know that we're on. And I, I've got a word I want to share with you here on today that I believe is going to help you. I believe it's going to strengthen you. I believe it's going to empower you on today. Uh, go with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. That's what we're going to start at on today. Romans chapter 8. And verse 14, this is a very familiar passage of scripture to those of us who, who read the Bible, but uh, the Holy Spirit has dropped something in my spirit today. Romans chapter 8, verse 14 through 15, it says, verse 14, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Verse 15. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry, Abba, Father. And so the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart this title. It's in the form of a question. Who's leading you? Who's leading you. I believe that this is the question that heaven 
is asking the church here in America today, who's leading you? Glory to God. Now, the word led there in the verse uh, means to be led to a destination, to lead by accompaniment. And so we know that Jesus taught us in, in John chapter 16, he, he said that the, that the comforter was going to come. The comforter meaning, uh, the Greek word is paraclete, the one who comes um, to, to, to walk alongside of us. It is the Holy Spirit's job to lead us. And it is our job to yield and to be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's job is to, is to lead us, to guide us, to guide us in our, our decisions. How many know you got decisions that you have to make? You came into this year with decisions that you had to make. Even as we as we are at this point in the year and we're, we're moving toward the end of this year. And I know some people are shouting <laughs> about the end of this year because 2020 has been some kind of year. But you know, it, it, it's really also about perspective, people of God, because personally, I refuse to let the devil tell me that I'm having a bad year. No, no, no. The enemy doesn't get to decide what kind of year I'm having because God has already uh, 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 positioned me. He's positioned you for, for favor and success. And it does not have anything to do with uh, what go what's going on in the natural in this year. And I know, and I'm not, I'm not making light of the fact that it has been some kind of year when we're still in the midst of a pandemic. But God told me weeks ago, he says, I'm prospering my people in the midst of this pandemic. So it, it's all about perspective. But I know that for, for some of us, it's like, yes, Lord, 2020 needs to go. Um, but the Holy Spirit is his job to lead us and to guide us. He guides us in our, in our decisions. Uh, he, he, uh, it's the Holy Spirit's job to help us to arrive at the right conclusions, at the right answers to questions. It's the Holy Spirit's job to, to help us arrive because he, he's the paraclete, he's the comforter, he's the, he's the helper. But it's his job to help us arrive at the right destination for our lives. Jesus said it this way. In, in John 16 and 13, he says that the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, that he will guide you into all truth. One of the primary assignments of the Holy Ghost in our life is to lead us and to guide us into all truth. You know, all truth is God's truth. You need to type that on the screen. All truth is God's truth. Hallelujah. And so as we're encountering different situations in our, in our personal life, as we look out on the landscape of what's happening even in our nation, um, we, what we need to know, what we need is, we need to know the truth about these situations from heaven's perspective. Are, are you hearing this? We need to know the truth about this from heaven's 
perspective. Now, you know, we're living in a society where we're being told not to believe what we can see literally with our natural eyes. Are you hearing this? It, it's like, it's like I'm, look, I'm looking at an apple. I know that it's an apple, but they're telling me it's a banana. Are y'all hearing this? This is the kind of this is the kind of climate that we're living in today in America. Come on now, they're called the Bible says they're calling good evil, and they're calling evil good. But when the Holy Ghost is your leader, somebody ought to shout hallelujah. When the Holy Spirit is your leader, then you are not going to be deceived. You are not going to be deceived by the, by the lies of men. Are y'all hearing this today? Understand this, people of God. The Holy Ghost does not lead with fear. Oh, come on, somebody. I, I, I'm talking about the Bible. Come on, we, we, we're in Romans. We're in Romans 8. Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. You have not been given a spirit that leads you into fear. The Holy Spirit is not leading us with fear. Are you hearing that? Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't lead with fear. Uh, he does not lead by fear. The scripture tells us that fear has torment. So the Holy Spirit is not leading us with fear. So, so, when, so when someone's trying to get you to react a certain way, trying to get you to make some a, a decision about something, and they're doing it from the perspective of trying to make you afraid. Come on, somebody. How many know that that's not the spirit of God? It's simply not the spirit of God. And so God, I, I hear it again. God is asking his church today. He's asking his sons and daughters today, who's leading you? Who's leading you? Because the Holy Spirit does not lead with fear. Come on now. He, he's not leading you. Uh, here's the other thing. He's not leading you in, in, into being controlled. Come on. He's not leading you into slavery. He's not leading you into being controlled by a group, by, by a culture. Come on now. Or by some institution. That's not the leading of the Lord. The Holy Spirit is not leading you into abuse. Oh, somebody ought to shout. He's not leading you into abuse. The Holy Spirit, it, watch this, he is always leading you and me into purpose. He's always leading us into destiny. And ultimately, he's always leading us into our sonship. Are you seeing this today, people of God? You ought to type on the screen, lead me, Holy Spirit. Koramasa, lead me, Holy Spirit. Who's leading you? This is the question uh, that we need to answer uh, on today. Now, I want you to go with me. Go, go to Psalms 23. Let's look at something here in Psalms 23. Glory to God. I hope you all are getting this on today. Psalms 23. Psalms 23, 1 through 3. Watch this. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me 
lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside, beside quiet waters. Are you seeing this? David saw the parallel between his being a shepherd of sheep and God being uh, the shepherd of his life. Now, as a shepherd, David understood that it was his responsibility to lead, to protect, and to provide for the sheep that were, that were under his care. Are you seeing this? This is, this is really uh, 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 just a brief lesson on, on leadership and what real leadership is like. This is how David ultimately became the king of Israel and Judah because, because God saw how he led, how he protected, and how he provided for the sheep that was under his care. So David is drawing this parallel. And so he looked he looked at um, his job of, of, of leading sheep and protecting and providing for sheep. He looked at that in light of his relationship with God. And he opens up Psalm 23 with, The Lord is my shepherd. Come on now. I shall not want. In other words, he, he will provide for me. But in verse 2 he says, He leads me beside quiet waters. Now the living Bible says it this way. He leads me uh, beside peaceful streams. The Holy Spirit, watch this church. The Holy Spirit leads us with peace and he is ultimately leading us into peace. Uh, are, are you seeing this? He leads us with peace. This is, how, this is one of the ways you know the leading of the Lord. God is not leading with fear. He's not leading with intimidation. Come on now. Uh, that's not how we, that's not how God leads. Quoted about any, any leadership in your life. You, I, 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 come on now. Any leadership in your life that is, that is attempting to lead you by fear. That's not the spirit of God. Any leadership in your life that is attempting to lead you by intimidation, by manipulation, that's not the spirit of God. The Holy Spirit leads us with peace or by peace, and he is ultimately leading us into, into another place of peace. Are you hearing this? In other words, no matter where he, he leads, if we follow him, and trust his leading, we are, we're going to always wind up in a place of peace because he leads us beside peaceful streams. Are you hearing this? What am I saying? If you keep winding up in a place of confusion in your life, you are not being led by the Spirit of God. Come on now, are you hearing this? You're not being led by the Spirit of God. If you keep winding up in a place of confusion in turmoil, you're not being led by the Spirit of God. You are being led by your emotions. You are being led by external voices. You are being led by other folks' opinions and perspectives. But you're not being led by the Spirit of God. Because they that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. God is not leading you into a place of confusion. The Scripture tells us, you don't have to turn to it, 
But in 1 Corinthians 14, 33, you don't have to turn to it because we're still here in Psalms. It says, for God, is, for, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. Are you hearing this? God is always leading us to the place of peace. This is why as, as the sons and daughters of God, I hope you're hearing this today. As God's sons and as his, and as his daughters, we must be tenacious people of God about maintaining and walking in the peace of God. Come on now. We must be tenacious about this. Hallelujah. You know, some people have lived in confusion and turmoil for so long, they, they don't even think that, that peace is, is a possibility. But I'm here to tell you the truth. <laughs> and that is that as a son or daughter of God, peace is your portion. Somebody ought to type on the screen, peace is my portion. God is not leading you back into confusion. He's not leading you by fear. He's not leading you by intimidation. God is leading you by peace, and he's leading you into peace. One of, one of the Apostle Paul's uh, common apostolic uh, salutations in all of his letters, they will begin this way. Grace and peace unto you from God the Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ. And apostolically, I, I want to stop right here and, and decree this over you. I want to speak peace to you. I don't know what it is you're going through. I don't know what lies the devil has told you about your situation. But I speak peace to you today. I speak peace to the storm that you're facing. Somebody ought to shout. I speak peace to the turmoil, to the confusion. And I command the turmoil. I command the confusion. I command this demonic cloud to remove from over your life. And I say, peace, glory to God, be still. God wants to bring you into a place of peace on today. I hope you are hearing this by the spirit of the Lord. David goes on in Psalm 23. I hope you follow me. David goes on in Psalm 23. Hallelujah. Again, he says, he leads me beside the peaceful streams. And then, and, and then he says, in verse 3, he says, he restores my soul. The word restores there, it means to refresh or to repair. To refresh or to repair. He leads me beside the, the peaceful streams and that he restores my soul. What do I want to say to you here? Your soul can't heal when it's in war and in confusion. Oh, Ramasa. Are you hearing me? We, he, he restores my soul. He refreshes. He repairs. God knows that your soul cannot heal when you are in perpetual war and confusion. Your soul can only heal in the place of peace in God. Amen? Glory to God. Why is God saying this today? Because hell, the demon spirits, have been on a relentless mission to keep God's people in a perpetual state of confusion. And I'm going to tell you why in a certain, in a minute. Your soul cannot heal in war and in confusion. Your soul can only heal in the place of peace. 
This is why the Holy Spirit is constantly trying to get us to the place of peace in God. This is where he's leading us to. Are you seeing this, church? Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 8. Don't turn there. Don't turn there. Just write it down. It says there's a time for war and there's a time for peace. Many, this is what God showed me. He said, many of my people are at war when they need to be at peace. I hope you're hearing this today. Too many of God's children are, are at war when they need to be at peace. And watch this. One of the other things that God showed me was that many of my sons and daughters are fighting battles that are not theirs. Are y'all hearing this? Fighting battles that God didn't tell you to fight. Well, come on. What's worse is to be fighting a battle, to be in a war that you have no grace to be in. Oh, I wish somebody would shout. Hallelujah. Any battle that God has assigned to you and me, he gives us the grace to be in that battle. Are you hearing this? Not only the grace, but the peace. See, when God has when God has allowed you to be in the midst of something, he provides you with grace, supernatural grace. You'll be like, I don't even know, I don't even know how I'm I'm surviving this. I, I, I hear this. You ever been in something? Amen. You you didn't ask for it. You just you just looked up and you were in the midst of something, but but then you but then you recognized that God was with you in it. And you didn't even know how you were surviving it. You didn't even know how you were maintaining your joy. You didn't even know how you were able to even keep your praise. But somehow, in the midst of that thing, you had peace. You still had your praise. That's because God gave you grace to walk through that. Because even, even when we have to, even when it is the, the will of God for us to walk through something, come on now, he gives us grace he gives us peace to walk through what we have to walk through. But but it, but it's a whole nother thing to be in the midst of something, to be fighting a battle that's not your battle, to be in a war that God doesn't want you in, to be fighting in the midst of something that you don't have grace for. Come on now. This is why you're in turmoil. This is why you're this is why you don't have peace, because you're fighting something in your own strength. Come on now. In your own strength, you're trying to get results by your own means, and it is causing frustration and constant agitation. God says, because you need to turn this thing over to me, come on now, and to enter in to my peace, saith the Spirit of God. God talking to somebody here today. I hope you're hearing this. The enemy wants to keep God's people in a perpetual state of confusion and turmoil, so that you can't heal. God, the reason God is talking to you today, because he's trying to lead you into, a, a, into an, another level, another dimension of his peace, so that you can begin to heal, glory to God, from the battle that you have been in. I wish somebody would shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I sense the Holy Spirit drawing you into that place. Don't resist his leading. Come on into that place. Are you hearing this today? Now, now, why does the enemy want you and I to stay in that place of confusion? Because we're talking about who's leading you. 
Why does he want us to stay in, in that place? Because when, when you're not healed, you can't hear God clearly. Are you seeing this? When you're not healed, you can't hear God clearly. Because the scripture says, uh, I believe it was Paul over in the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians, he said there are, there are many voices in the world. Are, are you hearing this? We're living in a day, church, in a society, in a culture where we are surrounded by voices. Come on. This even 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 this platform that I'm on right now, it, it's a it's a place now where everybody can have a can have a voice, and 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 some of it, some of that is good, <laughs> but you and me both know that some of that is not good. Amen. Is not good. Glory to God. There's some people, cause some people. Uh, need to need to need to go and, and, and sit it down somewhere. Come on, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. There are some people that don't need a platform like this. Amen. Because what they are spewing is not life giving. It's not empowering. Glory to God. I ain't calling no names. I wouldn't dare do that. Amen. But you know what I'm talking about. Are y'all hearing this? Glory to God. But we, but we. This is the culture. This is the society where we live in. That there, there are many, that, that scripture that Paul, Paul, Paul wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit has never been true. There are many voices in the world. And so the enemy wants to keep you and I from being healed because he knows that if we're not healed, when you're not healed, you can't hear. Come on now, you're hearing this. If you're not, when you're not healed, you can't hear or you can't hear clearly because everything has a voice. Are you hearing this? Confusion has a voice. And I'm here to tell you that, 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 that the voice of confusion is shouting loud in the atmosphere today. But I, but I hear the Spirit of God saying to my people to let the lion of the tribe of Judah roar in the earth today. Because the lion of the tribe, the roar of the lion, glory to God, will always shut down the voice of confusion. Are y'all hearing this? But confusion, the voice of confusion is, is, is loud in the atmosphere today. Listen, pain has a voice. And when you're not healed, these are the things that you are susceptible to listening to. Confusion, pain deception. All of this is a result of not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you into the place called peace. Are y'all hearing me on today? Glory to God. And so God says to tell my sons and daughters to get back into the place of peace. To get back into the place of peace. No matter Whatever it takes, get back into the place of peace. Glory to God. Oh, the old, the old song in the church says, if I hold my peace, yeah, come on now, and let the Lord fight my battles, victory shall be mine. Are y'all hearing this? See, the enemy doesn't know what to do 
with the child of God that is resting in the peace of God. Come on, when you get over into peace, everything that the enemy was trying to do to you, now he begins to experience. He begins to experience frustration, agitation. Come on now, because he doesn't know what to do with that son, with that daughter of God that has decided, I'm going to stay in the peace of God. Ramasa, hallelujah. I'm not going to be out here fighting battles. I'm not going to be out here in wars that God ain't called me to. I'm not going to be out here, come on now, in the midst of some skirmish, spiritually speaking, that God has not graced me to be in. Are y'all hearing this? God says, tell my sons and daughters to get back into my peace. The Bible even says to follow peace, to follow peace. The scripture tells us, the Bible literally teaches us to do everything that, that we can to stay in the peace of God. It's the will. Come on, peace is your portion. You need to type on the screen, peace is my portion. Because when you when you type that, you are literally making a you're making a written declaration. And then you need to speak it out. Peace is my portion. Glory to God. You can make the decision today. Now I got, I gotta go on. I gotta go on. Then he goes on and he says. Again, in verse three, he guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Watch this. The word paths there is the word magal in the Hebrew, and it means a it means circular tracks or to make circular tracks. David is using, watch this, the imagery of a shepherd leading sheep. Um, it, it was common, it was a common trait for sheep uh, on, 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 a, on the hillsides of Israel um, to, to go in a, to go in, in this circular pattern along those hillsides. And, and as they were going and as they were being led by the shepherd, they, they would look like they were going in circles, but every as they were going to circle, if the circle was taking them up, are you seeing this? They eventually, they eventually would form this, this path that would keep leading them upward or keep leading them higher. This is what David is re referring to when he says that, that he, that he leads me in paths of righteousness or he leads me in these circular, in these circular tracks that are leading me up higher and high, he's leading me high. How many know that God is taking you higher? And so that means that each step that we that we take as we're being led by the Spirit of God, each step we take, this is why, this is why you need to be led by the Spirit of God, because God is trying to take us higher. Are y'all seeing this, church? Every step you take, every step of obedience that you take under the leadership of, of, of the Spirit of God is taking you higher. Come on now, even, even when it feels like you're, you're going in circles, when, you, when you're being led by the Spirit of God, you're not going in circles, you're going higher. There's, there's, an, old, there's an old song of the church that says, says that every round, every round goes higher. Glory to God. And can I prophesy to you today? Ketabaru sadalabasaya. 
hallelujah, that the Spirit of God is repositioning you on the paths, on the circular paths that are going to lead you to the higher place. The enemy was on a mission to keep you in a low place. But I see God by the Spirit of God. I see God breaking people out of a out of a place of being stuck. I'm talking to somebody today who has been stuck. But God says that I, I'm getting you out of the muck. I'm getting you out of the mire. I'm getting you out of the cesspool of fear. I'm getting you out of the cesspool of confusion. I'm lifting you up from that place of, 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 of being intimidated, of being led by the opinions of men. God says, I'm lifting you up out of that. And God says, I'm bringing you to the higher place on today. I wish somebody would say something here on today. God is talking to you here on today. Who's leading you? Are you hearing this? Let's go to another scripture. I hope you're getting something. Go to Psalms 32. Go to Psalms 32. Psalms 32, verse 8 and 9. Watch this, church. God says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Psalms 32, verse 8 and 9. Let me read it again. God says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. The word instruct there, it means to impart divine intelligence that will cause you to prosper. Oh, hallelujah. It means to, it means to impart divine intelligence. When God says, I will instruct you, he said, I'm going, to, I'm going to impart divine intelligence to you that is going to cause you to prosper. Glory to God. What, what is God saying to us here? One of the reasons why that you need to be deliberate about being led by the Spirit of God as a son or daughter of God is because being led by God will always cause you to prosper. The leading of God. God is always leading you to the place. Come on, we talked about peace earlier, right? In the Hebrew, the word peace is the word shalom. Shalom means well-being, but it also means prosperity. The place of peace is a place of prosperity. Glory to God. And so being led by God will always cause you to prosper. God is leading you to the place of peace and to the place of prosperity. I hope you're seeing this on today. Then he goes on to say, he said, I will guide you with my eye. Glory to God. What is God saying? I know that you don't know how to get to where I want you to go. Let me guide you with my eye. The eye here, I hear prophetically speaks of and represents perception, perspective, viewpoint, and understanding. So God is using figurative language here, prophetic language to get us to see something. Let me guide you with my eye. God says, I will guide you. I will guide you. I know you're trying. I know that you don't know how to get 
to where I'm calling you to. I know that there are all these voices around you saying, go this way, go that way, listen to this person, listen to that person. God says, I know this, but God says, I'm going to guide you. Come on now. I'm going to guide you with my perception. I'm going to guide you by my perspective. I'm going to let you see things, God says, from my viewpoint, and I'm going to impart to you, come on now, I'm going to impart to you my divine understanding. I'm going to guide you with mine eye. Come on now. I hope somebody getting this today. Listen, people of God, did you not know that you will take on the viewpoint this is, this is why a lot of God's people, a lot of God's children are in trouble spiritually today. Because did you not know that you will take on the viewpoint of the person, of the group, of the voice that you spend the most time with? Are you hearing this? You will begin to take on the viewpoint. Come on, the perspective. Come on now. The perceptions. Uh, the understand of, 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 of those which you spend the most time with, whether that's a person, whether that's a group, come on now, whether that's a, a whatever voices that you are allowing to speak into your life, to speak into your ears, you will begin to take on that viewpoint. Come on now. So 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 the question is how much time do we spend in prayer? How much time do we spend in the word versus how much time we spend with allowing other voices? Oh, come on, church. And allowing other influences in our lives. Come on, media voices, social media voices. Come on now. How much time do we spend in prayer in the word versus allowing those other voices, those other influences in our lives? Glory to God, because the Holy Spirit wants to lead us into the place of peace. He wants to lead us into the place of prosperity. He wants to lead us into the place where, we're, where we are in the center, glory to God, of the will of God. I'm hearing that song, glory to God, that the, that the Clark sisters used to sing when they said this, that the safest place... <laughs> In the whole wide world is in the will of God. Come on, I hope you're hearing that today. I, I, the safest place. Glory to God. God says, I'm calling my people into, into the place of safety, peace and safety. In the safest place in the whole wide world. This is why, this is why when, 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 when the Holy Ghost is your leader, come on now, you don't, you don't have to fear Come on, come on, come on. Uh, uh, in Hebrews 13, in Hebrews 13, Paul said, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do unto me. How many know that's a bold state? That's a statement of boldness and confidence in the sovereignty of God. Because I don't care what's going on in the world. I don't care what's going on in, in, the, in the political arena. I don't care what's happening in the culture. God is is sovereign. We serve a sovereign God. Come on now. That means that God is in control. That means that, that nothing is happening on this planet that is out of the purview of God. Nothing is happening on this planet 
glory to God, that God, hallelujah, does not know about. And there is nothing happening on this planet that is going to circumvent his plans and particularly his plans for your life. Are y'all hearing this? I don't care what's happening. This is why you can't, you can't go by, you can't begin to, uh, to, to embrace this, this, uh, you know, these declarations about, you know, 2020 being, you know, such a, such a terrible year. I know that terrible things have happened. Amen. But this year is going to be what you decree it to be for you. It may not be that way for other people, but this year is going to be what you by faith decree it to be for you. Are y'all hearing this on today? Hallelujah. And so what am I saying? That we have to, we've, we've got to be mindful about the voices and about the influences that we are allowing to come into our life. We cannot allow ourselves to be led. Come on. Uh, the, Paul, Paul talks about being led to and fro. Come on. <laughs> by being led to and fro by, 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 every, by every wind. Come on. Of, of doctrine. Korabasa. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then in Psalm 32 in verse, in verse 9, he says, Be ye not as the horse or the mule which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with a bit and bridle lest they come near unto you. In other words, what he's saying is don't resist. Don't rebel against the leading of the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't rebel. Don't resist the leading of the Lord. Now I want to show you something else here because, because David is, our, is, is the quintessential uh, uh, person in the Bible who we see who uh, by and large uh, demonstrates to us what it looks like to be led by the Spirit of God in, in every facet of life. Can I tell you that the Holy Spirit wants to be involved in every area of your life? Are you hearing this? The Holy Spirit wants to be involved. I'm, and I'm here to tell you that when we, when we begin to live in such a way that we invite the leading of the Spirit of God into every area of our life, I'm telling you things are going to change. You're going to find yourself in the center of God's will. You're going to find yourself walking into doors, walking into opportunities. Uh, you're going to find yourself in places that you never dreamed that you could be in. And you're going to understand that it's all because of the leading of the Lord. Because, uh, come on now, Koto, because he's leading you always into the place of peace and prosperity. He's leading you into the places that are going to cause you to catapult into the next level. This is why as sons and daughters, we've got to be led by the spirit of God. I, I, I hear this in my spirit. There's somebody watching me that God, God has been leading you. He's been leading you to do something. He's been leading you into something, but fear has gripped you. I break that spirit of fear. I break the spirit of intimidation off of you today that has caused you to draw back 
and not boldly search forward by the leading of the Lord into this new endeavor. I, I, I sense that it's, a, it's some type of endeavor. It's some type of, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a business endeavor of some type that the Holy Spirit has been leading you to press into, but you have been intimidated. You've been allowing uh, 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 yourself to be intimidated. You've been looking at other people who seem like they're better suited for this than you are. But God says, I have called you. I have graced you. God says, and I have already gone before you. Shake yourself from that fear. God take, God has no pleasure come on, uh, in us drawing back in fear from things that he says, I've graced you and equipped you. Come on now, it, it hurts the heart of God, people of God. It hurts God's heart when we don't force forward in the things that he has already prepared for us to come into. And so I bind up every spirit of fear. I rebuke every demon of intimidation off of your life. Go forward, says the spirit of God, into what I have called you to do. Let me get back to this. David is our quintessential uh, uh, prototype of, of how this looks. So I want you to go with me quickly now. I got a few more moments here to 2 Samuel chapter 5. We're going to look at this real quick. 2 Samuel chapter 5. I got Man, I got, I got to quit. But watch this. I hope you're getting something out of this. God says, I'm, re I'm recalibrating you on today. I'm getting your feet back on the, the track that it's supposed to be on. Now watch this. 2 Samuel chapter 5 verse 22. Now the Philistines came up once again and spread themselves out in the valley of Rephaim, verse 23. When David inquired of the Lord, he inquired of the Lord. He said, when he inquired of the Lord, he said, you shall not directly, you shall not go directly up, circle around behind them, and come at them in front of the balsam trees. Watch this. It shall be when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees. My God. Then you shall act promptly. Alabasa. What is God telling David? When you hear the sound of marching, when you hear this sound at the top of the tree. In other words, David, when you hear the sound in the heavens over your life. Yeah. What is God telling them? God David said, I'm sending the angels. I'm sending angelic forces out on your behalf. And when you hear the sound, when you recognize, when you discern, that God has gone out before you, he said, then you shall act promptly. For then the Lord will have gone out before you to strike the enemy of uh, the army to strike the army of the Philistines, verse 25, then David did so just as the Lord had commanded him and struck down the Philistines from Geba as far as Gezer. Are you seeing this? David inquired of the Lord and God said, you shall not, first God says, you shall not go directly up, circle around from behind. And it shall be that when you shall hear the sound of marching in the tops 
of the balsam trees. Kotabarasa. Glory to God. When you shall hear the sound. Watch this, people of God. When we make the decision to be led by the Spirit of God, every other voice moves to the, back, to the background. When we make the decision to be led by the Spirit of God, every other voice, every other influ influence begins to move to the background. Are you hearing this? And it allows us to hear the sound of God. I prophesy, I prophesy that you are going to hear the sound of God like you never had before in your life. What do I mean hear the sound of God? You're going to have a greater perception than you've ever had of God's moving and God's dealings in your life. Can I, I, I feel like to tell somebody that the enemy has wanted you to think that, you, that you've been crazy, that you've been crazy because God has been dealing with you. God has already been showing you things. God has been giving you dreams. And God has been revealing himself and his plans to you concerning the direction that he wants you to go in. But it, but it has seemed so, so out of the ordinary, so out of the box. And it is out of the ordinary, says God. And it is out of the box because I have not called everyone to do and what I've called you to do, I've not called everyone to move in the way I have graced and called you to move. So stop looking for, stop looking to make a decision, God says, on whether or not you're going to obey me based on what someone else is doing. God says, hear my voice, discern my operation in your life, and go with me, says God. Because in the end, you're going to always wind up in the place of peace. Listen, David said, going back to Psalm 23, David would go on to say, and yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. How do you not fear? How do you not fear when you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death? It's because you, you only entered that valley by the Spirit of God. And you're not going into that valley to stay there. You are passing through that. As a matter of fact, God is going to, God is using you. He's using you at, to, to speak to the valley, to speak to that situation, to tell that situation that there are some people that you cannot take out. God is, God is, has been, has been tormenting the devil. He's been letting the enemy know there are some people who have such great purpose and destiny upon their lives that even though they walk through a valley that looks like a valley of the shadow of death, they are, you're not going to be able to take them out because God says, I'm with them. Glory to God. David says, you're going to make a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Are y'all hearing this on today? I'm speaking to people today who have tremendous purpose tremendous destiny upon your life. And the question that you have you have to answer today is who is going to or who 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 is going to lead you? What leading? What in what voice are you going to follow? Are you going to follow the the, the voice of men, the voice of fear, the voice of intimidation, the voice of confusion? Are you are you going to follow the voice of God? I hope you're hearing this on today. God is speaking to us, church. Glory to God. 
Rama Sekataba Rosa Glory to God. And intercessors, we have to pray for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ here in, in America today. Because there are many, there are many believers that have been led into deception. Can I can I just be just tell you the truth here on today? There are many believers who have been who have been led who have been led into into deception. There is a spirit there is a spirit of confusion that is permeating uh, our, our society and our atmosphere today. There are there are political spirits. Yes, yes, there are political spirits. There are demons that operate in the political realm. And many of God's people have left the truth of the word and have and have and have bowed down uh, to the realm of politics. I'm talking about Bible-toting Christians who say they love God. They have bowed down to politics. And I'm not, and I'm saying on both sides, on both sides, glory to God. So what am I saying? Am I saying that we shouldn't vote? Of course not. We, 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 we need to vote. But as a believer, as a believer, we need to vote by the leading of the Lord. We don't need to be voting because somebody made us afraid. Come on now. Because somebody that, that is trying to make us afraid that if we vote for someone else, that the country is going to be like this. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. God said, if my people oh, who are called by my name, if my people humble themselves and pray and seek my face, God says, I'm going to hear from heaven. I'm going to forgive the sins and I'm going to heal the land. God said, this, this thing is not in the hands of, of some political party. This thing is in the hands of God. It's in the hand. It's literally the responsibility is in the hands of God's people. Amen. And although voting is important, it is also important that whatever we do, we do it by the leading of the Lord. Not because we're afraid. Because see, because when you're in fear, come on now, when you are intimidated, you can't, you're not hearing God clearly. Amen. I learned a long time ago that we don't, we don't vote party. We vote conscience. We vote conscience. Listen, I've 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 voted in I've voted in both directions before. Because it's about the leading of the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's about what God what God is saying. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I don't know how I got on that, but I, I believe some of God's people just need to hear that on today. Glory to God. Let me give you one more thing. Go with me to Proverbs chapter 3. We're going to end on this. I hope you're getting something. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 8. And we're going to read, I'm going to read this from the Passion Translation. From the Passion Translation. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 8. Watch this. It says, trust in the Lord completely. And do not rely on your own opinions. Kotobu, watch this. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision to make. Verse 6. Become intimate with him 
in whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go. My God, watch this. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. Let, 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 let me stop right there. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. Don't think for a moment that you have all the information that you need. I, I, I feel this for somebody. Don't think for a moment that in and of yourself you have all the information. Don't think for a moment that you heard everything you need to hear about the decision that you need to make about this situation or this circumstance. God says, until you have heard my voice, whoa, until you have heard my counsel, don't make a move, says God, until you have heard what I have to say about this situation, about this circumstance. Let's go to verse 7. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. And then this is, this is the promise. This is the promise that comes to us for adhering to this. Verse 8. Then you will find the healing refreshment your, your body and spirit long for. Kilamasa. Glory to God. Glory to God. You ought to slip up your hands and begin to magnify God. Because I sense that God, even through this word, that God has brought many of you back into alignment, that something has aligned in your spirit. Kitabarosa. Glory to God. You need to say yes, Lord. You need to say yes, Lord. Somebody needs to say, lead me, Holy Spirit. Lead me, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Even as you have spoken to us on today, Lord, we repent. We repent for every second. We repent for every minute. We repent for every hour. We repent for every day that we have failed to allow you to lead us in every area of our lives. God, we hear your voice and we make the decision now to be led by the spirit of the living God. We thank you, God, hallelujah, that you are leading us into the place called peace, you are leading us into that place called prosperity. You are leading us into the place called the will of God. And so, Lord, as your sons and as your daughters, we thank you for delivering us today from fear, from intimidation. Right now, in Jesus' name, I command every cloud of confusion. We rebuke the cloud of confusion that has been in the atmosphere over the lives of your people. We rebuke the demons of deception. We bind up these spirits and cast them out. And in the name of Jesus, God, I decree apostolically and declare grace and peace to you from God our Father 
and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Ketobo Ramasa. Hallelujah. And God says to get ready. Kotobo Ramasa. For the thing that the enemy had tried to pull you out of alignment with. God says, I'm bringing you back into alignment. And God says, if you'll walk with me, if you'll talk with me, if you'll listen to me, you're going to find yourself in a place of refreshment and a place of restoration and a place where things that you thought that you'd never have, you will find them in the palms of your hands. Well, praise God. I trust that you were blessed, that you were encouraged, and that you were empowered by that message on today. I'm Apostle Elect Charles Smith of Judah Nation Worship Center. And this is the church that my wife and I, we founded back in 2013, and God has been good to us. And we are grateful for all of the avenues and the ways and the doors that he's opening up for the ministry in this hour. Listen, I wanna invite you to come and join us on Sunday mornings, we do a live virtual encounter live on Facebook every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so just look us up on Facebook, Judah Nation Worship Center, and join us for our Sunday morning virtual encounter. I know that you'll be blessed and you will be encouraged. Listen, if you want to get more information about the ministry, who we are, um, just go to our website, which is judanationwc.org. That's judanationwc.org. And uh, you can find out more uh, about us, about our church and what we're doing. Listen, I also want to quickly give you an opportunity to give and to support this ministry. We, um, this podcast is a, is a new thing that God has given us to do. And we want to be able to provide it uh, for you on a weekly basis and even sometimes um, multiple times a week. Um, uh, and so I want to encourage you, if you were blessed on today, uh, consider sowing a seed into the ministry. Consider supporting the ministry, supporting this podcast. One of the best ways and the easiest ways you can do it is you can go to our website and just click on that donation button and just follow the instructions. Very easy for you to give there. You can also give through Cash App. You can give through our Cash App, which is Judah Nation WC, dollar sign Judah Nation WC. Just look us up and consider sowing a seat to be a blessing to the ministry. Listen, we have enjoyed being here with you on today. And until we see you again on next week, you be encouraged, you be blessed, and let the Holy Spirit be your leader and let the Holy Spirit be your guide. God bless you.